It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard for a uh, Monday uh, morning, and it's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and there was a ton of uh, basketball on uh, Friday night for the uh, the boys uh, the girls, not so much. They, they were kind of having a lazy weekend, but the boys played like 700 games just on Friday night. Uh, and then uh, we had uh, more basketball uh, on uh, Sunday night. Yes, and then, uh, we did there have was, a Sunday night game. In, in between, there was some hockey, too. So there'll be a lot to talk about on the, uh, the show. But uh, the, the primary focus, I think, uh, for today, uh, at least until we get to the final segment, we get to the polls, and then we can talk a little bit more about the ladies. Yes. Uh, the primary focus is going to be on the boys today. Yeah, and there's not a lot of action tonight on Monday. There's a lot more come Tuesday. And, well, it's actually a little bit of a lighter week as teams are starting to get almost to the end of conference play, which is wild. It is uh, very wild. Uh, and then you, you've got some teams – that have played like eight. 15 games yeah. and you've got other teams that have played eight games. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But we'll we'll sort it all out and we'll get through it, I promise. All right. Sounds good. Let's not waste any time. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you if your windows stick (laughs) slip (laughs) squeak or leak replace them with anderson windows with low e glass low maintenance exteriors and rich wood interiors standard and custom sizes they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Uh, and uh, let's uh, start with uh, boys basketball from uh, Friday. Now, I'm not sure we'll go right to the games that we did first, or I don't know how I want to do this because there was a lot show. There was a lot going on, and I kind of always like to start in the Macomb area conference. Uh, I guess we could work upriver instead of downriver. All right. <laughs> Uh, and we so could, who's farther downriver, Mooney or Marine City? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's that's the thing. So uh, I'll just I'll just mention these scores because we won't talk about these games. But New Haven beat Gross Point North fifty nine to fifty eight. It's probably the first time we've led with a New Haven score, probably. Uh, and Lakeshore beat Anchor Bay fifty six to forty three. So Lakeshore is really good. Yeah, Lakeshore is very good. Um, and there's a big game coming up this week that we'll probably talk about later. Uh, Marine City beat Centerline. 55 to 46. Uh, I'm going to call this an upset. 
It is. Um, center it center line by record. Center line go, going into the game. Center line was uh, second in the bronze at five and one in league, seven and three overall. Mm-hmm. They'd beaten Marine City the first time around, fifty three forty five at their place. They'd won four straight and six of seven. The Mariners were one and five in league play, four and eight overall. They'd lost four straight. They'd lost six of seven. They were two and seven in their last nine games. So they've been going in the wrong direction. Center line had been trending up. Game started seven nothing center line. Took Marine City about four minutes to score. They took a timeout. During the timeout, I said, I have not said Wyatt Walker's name yet in this basketball game. And they came out of the timeout, and Wyatt scored a basket. They got a stop, and he made a three-pointer, make it a 7-5 game. Eventually, Marine City tied it at 10 with about 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. And then they gave up back-to-back threes to a kid named Dante Davis, who didn't score again the rest of the game. In fact, I don't think he took a shot the rest of the game. He knocked down back-to-back threes and then Just never came for a cup of coffee. Ne- never touched the ball again. So it was 16-10 center line at the end of the first quarter. And then after that, Marine City won every quarter. 12-9 in the second, 14-11 in the third. So we were 36-36. Third quarter ended with a Cade Chapman reverse layup on a fast break at the buzzer. And the place was rocking going into the fourth. And the Mariners killed them in the fourth quarter, 19 to 10. And the guy that that was really part of the fourth quarter barrage, Ty Nelson. Ty Nelson got into the game, ended up scoring 10 points. They might have all come in the fourth quarter. For sure, eight came in the fourth quarter. He might have had two points in the third. But it was 14 from Wyatt Walker, 10 from Chapman, 10 from Kretschmar, 10 from Nelson. Um, Vanderviver came in and knocked down a big three to start the fourth quarter. He took the mm-hmm. first shot of the fourth, and that three gave him a 39-36 lead. That was their first lead of the game, and they never gave it up. That's They that's never gave job. it up. Centerline got to within one at one point. It was 43-42. They missed a free throw to tie it, and then the Mariners just closed them out 12-4 to to end the game. Uh, real good effort by Marine City. Centerline's got s- some guys. They just didn't play a very good ball game. I, I like uh, Kimon Wade, um, and I didn't like a kid named Cody Bowling, but not because he can't play. It's just the opposite. He can play, but I, I just don't like the way he carried himself. <laughs> I under I understand. And they had a kid named Mog. Who's my favorite guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were you were excited to tell me about him, but that's yeah. a nice win for Marine City. I mean, that's that's the second place team in the bronze, and that basically seals it up for Madison. And that's a two game lead with like four games to go in bronze play. Yeah, but it, it was just a, it was a different feel. I know Friday night basketball, the gym's supposed to be loud. Yeah, but w- when when it's not going good and it's two degrees outside. You're not expecting a really big crowd, but it was a decent-sized crowd, and they were into it. They were loud, um, and the Mariners played hard. Like, after the first four minutes of the game, they right. slept walk through that. <laughs> but then, then they got it going. That once they got it going, it was really fun uh, to, watch them, uh, to watch them work. Um, uh, again, there's no better showman than uh, Luke 
Metal Lark Lemon uh, Collins and, and all the stuff that he does out on a basketball court and just the energy that he brings and how it affects and rubs off on the other guys. Um, and I just love the way Wyatt Walker plays basketball like a football player. But he still you can still see the basketball. Yeah, still, but, but I mean but he brings it's, that it's, mentality. It's just like he's he's a poor man's Tyler Jameson. Because he stands out at the top and he says, guess what, guys? I'm going to charge down the paint. Stop me. Yeah, but instead of uh, Jameson goes, I'll go around you, and then Duncan, he goes, I'll go through you if yeah. you're – Like, I'm but it's just, big it, enough and I'm strong enough. I'm just getting like, to the basket. I'm taking the ball to the basket. Stop me if you can. <laughs> and I love it. And, and then he'll stand out and he'll knock down a three on you. Yeah. You'll all, you'll, they'll, they'll back in and go, okay, we dare you. He knocked down two threes. It's a really nice performance. Yeah, uh, so I and just, a much needed win for a struggling Marine City team. Yeah, it, it was it was a fun game, and and, uh, and they you know they they put on kind of a, a show, and they won by nine. They deserved to win by nine. Yeah, yeah, they need like, to. I didn't I didn't walk out of the gym going, oh, they were lucky they stole that game. They took that game. Yeah, and they want to be playing their best basketball come district time. So. They um, well, they're actually fighting because the top four in every MAC division make the MAC tournament, and right now they're technically a half a game behind Clawson. They're two and four, uh, Marine City's two and five. So they have one against Clawson coming up. If they want to make a MAC tournament, they need to win a few conference games coming up. And like I said, they have one against Clawson. Um, they have another game against Hazel Park that are must wins for them because they still have something to play for. Yeah, you you got to beat Hazel Park at home. Yeah, and got to beat them on the road. That yeah. was tough. But anyway, we're talking about the nice win. Yeah, that was a very, very nice win. Nice win for St. Clair. That's a that's a big time win for St. Clair. Now they have a huge game with South Lake tomorrow. Yeah, they a beat huge game with South Lake. They beat Lance Cruz forty nine forty seven, and that was at Lance Cruz, wasn't it? Uh, I believe it was. I, I think that was a, a road win. So a a two point squeaker on the road. Uh, again, Lance Cruz is one of those places that if you haven't been there and you don't know where it is, you're not going to find it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in their gym. No, I, I've been to the football field. I don't think I've been to the gym. No, and it's in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, like that's like, like I say, you 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 get off at 16 Mile, and if you don't know what road you're looking for, again, it's it's not an easy left hand turn. You got to go and make the stupid Michigan turn and then turn right to make your left. <laughs> and then you wind down the, the road with the trees over. And it's it's pretty in the fall when you're going to a football game in the middle of the afternoon. But I wouldn't want to have to go there at night. No, that, that's a huge <laughs> win for St. Clair. They're now 5-2 and two in conference, 9-4 and four overall. Again, they were aided a little bit by the Fitzgerald forfeit. But, hey. Don't play with illegal players. No, and, and even still, they had a good week with, with two good wins. Um, so uh, that that that's a nice win for St. Clair. And, again, they're one of those teams that as the year has gone on, you, you see the improvement uh, and you see the, the – we've talked about it. There's some depth there. Right. They, they can get it from – you know, it, it's not just one guy has to do this every night or they don't have a chance. It's, okay, if – if Lore has an off night, which doesn't happen, um, then we can pick it up because Pennewell can do something. Well, Richardson had uh, 14 in the game. Yeah. He's another guy. There are times when I've seen Hunter Richardson play, and I'm just like, he's a dude. Yes. Um, 
the consistency is what we're looking for from him. But they also have enough guys that can score that sometimes you don't need to be the, the scoring guy. Yeah. You just need to be getting the rebounds and setting the screens, and there's ways to be effective without scoring points, and he does that. Yeah, and they have other guys that quietly do stuff like we don't talk a lot about uh, cramp. No. But at the end of every game, he's got six to ten points. Some nights he gets 14 or 15. Some nights he only scores four. But, like, he's pretty consistent. Every night you're getting a, around seven, eight points from him mm-hmm. all the time. You might not notice him, but those points are there. And in high school basketball, those are important points. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, but that's a big one for St. Clair. That's one of those, you know how I talked about teams like getting that big win that makes us notice them. This was the one they lost the first time, or not to Lance Cruz, but the Warren Woods Tower earlier in the in the uh, year. But they have at, they had Tower at home and at Lance Cruz, and they go 2-0. and That's a big week for the Saints. It's a big week for them. Marysville got Clintondale for the second time this year. It was a lot closer this time around, 54-51. The uh, Vikings. It's always tough get going the down here. there. Always tough going down there, though. Never been. Never want to be. It's just. <laughs> it's an older gym. At least when I played, and they when I played down there, they were always really good. So maybe that's why I have that notion. But it's it's this gym, and it's loud, and it's just a tough place to go. But hey. Apparently, a little bit of the blooms off the rose with the Clintondale program, and Marysville went down there, and well, they got the sweep there, and they're another team. They're playing to get into the MAC tournament, and they're right now in fourth place in the in the silver, and that's good enough to make the tournament. And hey, what do we talk about them? They're tough in a one game elimination because they will shoot the three with reckless abandon, and some nights they don't hit anything and they get beat up, and other nights they. They hit 12, and they're a point away from upsetting Lakeview. Yeah. Uh, Marysville PH tomorrow night, by the way. And PH, I would expect, will be a little grumpy after losing uh, at Sterling Heights 47-37. By the Uh, way. I got to be honest, Brady. I was shocked when I saw this I was. By the way, um, for – Marysville, Cole Bowman had 19, and Tyler Simpson had 15. Colin Sherrard had 12. So it's a good day when you have three people in double figures. Um, and hasn't are, happened a lot. Those are the three guys that can do it for them, though. Yes. Like, Bowman's really heating. You look back over the last half dozen games for Marysville, Bowman's heating up. Yeah, he's starting to be what Marysville needs him to be. Yep. But, yeah, um, when I found out PH lost to Sterling Heights, it was a little disheartening because it was a PH team that had been playing better. Um, I knew they had taken one on the chin against Lakeview, but that you felt like they were starting to find an identity and losing to Sterling Heights, who at the time was winless, is a tough one. Um, going down there, yeah, that's one that that one hurts because. If you win that one, you're 5-3, and three, you're half a game back of Lakeview for second, and you feel like you can get another get another shot at them, maybe not catch Lincoln, but finish second in the division, feeling good about yourselves. But, yeah, and to lose by 10, too. Like, you didn't lose at the buzzer. You lost kind of decisively. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be upset and – I, I don't know if it was a poor shooting night or what have you, but yeah, Marysville's gonna try to try to 
replicate whatever Sterling Heights did because hopefully it's a better game than the last time those two teams. I just up. I've got to believe that it was one of those nights where nothing was going in because like Murphy's Law. Yeah, to to only score thirty seven. I mean, mo- most teams get that right. in the first half against them. Yeah, they are. I mean, even with that game, they are averaging over sixty points a game given up. Yeah, and yeah, that's a tough one. All right, Northern continues to play well. It's uh, seven wins in a row now for the Huskies. They beat Utica forty-eight to thirty-five, um, and they got uh, big efforts um, from Luke Maher, who had fourteen, and Malachi Mitchell, who had uh, ten. Tyler Jamison, 16 points, 11 rebounds, and, and you said he played less than a half? No, 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 that wasn't that game. Oh, okay. That was a different game I was talking about. Okay. But he um, he was being double teamed again. Well, that's – I mean, Teams that, are going to do whatever they can but, think of at this point. But is it – like, I see that and I go, that's not – that's very obviously not going to work because Maher has proven over the last two games if you – Leave him wide open. He's going to score 15 points a night. That other guys are capable of scoring. That you have to defend them. You can't leave them wide open. Again, I haven't seen the film. I've just seen the pictures of it. But if he can get by one guy, he can get by two. You're you're not going to trap Tyler Jamison. Like, it's just not going to happen. So what happens when he splits a trap? Okay, he drives. Someone has to come help side. And now essentially it's four on two because someone had to come off of a third guy had to come off of their guy to help off. And now there's just everywhere in the world for him to pass to. Just, again, maybe I'm just the dummy behind the mic saying it and it's easier said than done. Just pack the paint and make him shoot as contested threes as you can get. But he's that good, and he warrants a double team. But I just it, – it's go back go back to the Troy-Athens game. They started guarding him at midcourt. He's still faster than you at midcourt. He can still get by you there. Well, the, the thing that, that I like here is that Northern is taking what teams are giving them instead of trying to force the issue. Instead of trying right. to say, nope, we've got to get Tyler his 40 points tonight. So we're going to be stubborn. It's like, okay, you can leave these guys open. Let's give them the ball and let's keep winning. Well, remember a year ago how many points Ryan O'Neill had because they would help side would come and Jamison would just dump it right off to him and he was a really good finisher around the rim. Like that's – he has proven he is an elite level passer. He just – when he doesn't have to be – he can score 45, 50, 59 points. If he has to be, then he'll have three players in double figures. I wonder how many assists he had in that game, too. Yeah, he probably had a triple-double. so Or at least uh, near it. But, again. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised with that. But, Mc, again, like. McNeil. McNeil. Something O'Neal. didn't seem right to yeah, me. Yeah, McNeil, O'Neal. O'Neal's like an actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, McNeil. Jesus. Um, but, anyway, yeah, it's. I just feel like he's he plays AAU and he's not playing like AAU in some random gym in the middle of no no he's playing against top flight competition across the country. If he's if they can't handle him there or if he's used to going up against that, I'm sorry, putting two guys that can't guard him on him isn't going to work. 
you just where does he want to get to? He wants to get into the paint. Make him shoot it. But that's me, and he's that good that he deserves that treatment. And, and then it's nice to see Maher especially because I think he's two straight games in double figures. If you leave him open, he's just going to make it rain. And they have a big one against uh, Lakeshore coming up tomorrow. Do you want to talk about that one now since we're on Northern? Yeah, since, since we're on Northern, Lakeshore at uh, Northern uh, tomorrow. This uh, is uh, I rescheduled from earlier a couple weeks ago. I don't know if this it's one of them was the rescheduled. Yeah. I don't know if it was this one or the other one. I, I, for some reason, I, I, I want to say I remember getting that message and saying rescheduled for February 1st. So um, Let me see. But at well, either rate. They're they're playing this game uh, at uh, Northern, and this is a a big one. Th- th- this is the one where we're you know we we've been talking about we want statement wins from teams. This is a chance for Northern to make a statement win, um, and, and you know the, they're a threat. They're they're playing really good basketball. They haven't lost in league, uh, and they're a half game out of first. Yeah. And the only team they haven't played is Lakeshore. Lakeshore's thirteen and one on the year. Their only loss is to Brother Rice, and they have been walking their way through the league. Here's, I mean, in in the blue, Utica sixty six forty nine, Anchor Bay sixty one forty four, Frazier seventy one forty seven, Cousineau seventy eight sixty one, Utica sixty six forty four, Anchor Bay fifty six forty three. Yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle, and Northern is going to be the underdog in this game because they have talent. They are a very – South Lake is going to be picked to win this game by everyone, and I'm going to assume they're going to have a game plan for Tyler Jameson. Well, here's my thing because obviously they're talented. Mm-hmm. Obviously they score a lot. So do, do, do they get cocky and say – he can he can get his because we're gonna get ours. I mean, do they run and gun with Northern? I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming they run and gun because they're scoring in the 70s. So that that's my thing. They're saying even if he scores 60, we don't think the rest of their guys are gonna do enough to beat us, and we're gonna score 75. Yeah, that's. Well, we'll get to see tomorrow, won't we? Because <laughs> this is they play them tomorrow and then a week from today on next Monday. So they'll get them twice in a six-day span. They're going to get very familiar with each other very quickly. Yeah. Two, uh, two really fun games uh, tomorrow with Marysville and PH and then that Northern Lakeshore game, and those will be the two games that uh, we'll be uh, covering. Brady will be at the Northern game because that's where I'm sending them. All right. <laughs> well, um, you want to take a break and then we'll uh, talk. Uh, let, let's do Mooney Royal Oak Shrine, oh, okay. and then we'll start with the BWAC in the next segment. Uh, Mooney beats uh, Shrine sixty three forty four on the road I, I, again. Shrine not very good this year. This is a game Mooney is supposed to uh, win, but it was a little bit of a trap game feel to it. So I'm glad to see that Mooney went down there and just absolutely took care of business and win by nineteen. Yeah. And uh, that's a team they lost to early. Or no, 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 excuse me. They, that was their one win that was in between their two losses, sorry. But they have Gabriel Richard at home tomorrow, which is essentially for the league title. They lose that one. They're basically out. Gabriel Richard doesn't clinch, but I think they're like a game away from clinching. Yeah. If they win, they're sharing first place. 
Gabriel Richard, I believe, is still undefeated. They've been, yeah, they're ten and zero on the year. They've been they clobbering everybody, molly whopping anyone. Their closest win was over was at Monroe. That was a two point win. Besides that, against Dearborn Divine Child was a nine point win. It's going to be tough, and they took it to Mooney the first time. They won by twenty nine. Let's see what Mooney can do at home because that's a bit of a drive from. Riverview Gate. That's like downriver. That's what uh, Woodhaven area. Yeah, uh, uh, the the Foley coach w- was funny because they actually gave them one of their tougher games this year, and he said oh, we were down like twelve, and it felt like thirty five. <laughs> yeah, they ended up losing. Uh, Foley lost to them by eighteen. Yeah, he he, he said being down twelve to them, it didn't feel like it was that close. He's like we. Felt like we had no chance. We felt we were down 35, 40 points. And we were only down like like 12 points. But you yeah. just feel they're kind of team that when they get rolling, you just feel like you can't beat them. Yeah, so that's a it's a big one for Mooney coming up. We have a lot of big games tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Because we didn't even talk a lot about St. Clair Southlake. That's essentially for St. Clair to have a chance in, in the gold. And those are all happening tomorrow. So Wednesday show, we have to pack a lot in before the draft. Yeah, well, we we'll figure it all out. We'll we'll, we'll bang the draft out because I already own most of the good players that are that would have been in the draft if I didn't already own their rights. Just go ahead. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match because with effortless four wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. 
Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with Dennis and uh, Brady, and let's get to uh, the uh, BWAC games. Uh, you were in Armada on Friday night. Uh, Armada was the uh, the latest team trying to figure out if there's a way to beat the Crosslex Pioneers, <laughs> and still nobody has found that way. First of all, it was their Relay for Life event. Um, I guess usually they would have like a dinner, but for a multitude of reasons, they decided to do it with a basketball game, and it was an awesome event. Um, they did a really good job. I think they raised over like two grand uh, just in the one game. So they did a. It was a really uh, good job. It was cool to see. There's a lot of people there. They did it the right way. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to give Armada a shout for that first. But uh, start of the game, Croslex goes up eight on an eight-zero run, and I go, "All right, well, 
this is this was fun. Let's see uh, what happens. But Armado was able to slow it or kind of stop the bleeding and get the next two buckets to make it eight to four. Then a timeout was called. And you're like, all right. They didn't allow Cross Lex to get a 17 to one lead or something ridiculous that you know you're not coming back from. You made it eight to four. And at the end of the first quarter, it was 18 11. So Cross Lex kind of came back. But then the second quarter happened and Armada just kind of kept getting up, like, Clawing back, clawing back. They'd get a buck. Like, for every four points Croslex would score, they'd score six. They'd get a little back. It was 30-27 to 27 at the break, and you're like, Armada's playing good basketball. They figured out the press. They stopped turning it over, and, and they've got it going. Third quarter comes around. They finally, after a few different times getting it within one possession, tie it at 33, and you're like, all right, we're going to have a ball game. And then Croslex did what they do. They went on like, almost immediately went on like an 8-0 run. At the end of the third quarter, it was 50 to 38. So after get, the game was tied, Croslex went, "All right, let's turn on the afterburners," and went on a 17 to five run. They would win the game 65 53. Um, a few players that I thought played really well. Jake Townsend, he had 18 points. He's just that steady Eddie. Sometimes that calming presence, he might only have two points for a quarter, but then five seconds later he has eight, and you're like, well, where did that come from? But for the second straight game, I really noticed Donovan McDonald starting to become a presence, like rebounding. He has started to either figure it out or gain confidence, and there are times where he's going, I'm getting this basketball, Go ahead and try because I'm six five or six six, whatever yep. he is, and he's starting to kind of bully his way in there and grab it and get putbacks. He had seventeen points, and he was a big reason why Croslex started to pull away, getting those offensive boards, not letting Armada get second chances, yeah. things like that. I really felt for him it started in the Imlay City game because he stood out in that one. That was a game that I did. Yeah, and it's carried on. Through the last couple of times that yeah, you've seen against him play. Richmond, he did the same thing. Um, Zach Kretsch had twelve, and about half of those came on that run. So right after Armada tied it, I think he had like six straight points off of either easy layups or, or steals. And then he, after he scored his six, he assisted on the next bucket. He got a steal and threw it down to whomever was there. He ended with twelve points. Uh, for our major, though, Andrew Snezak, he played really well. He had 17. Nate Chapman had nine. He played really hard. Riley Andrews had seven. Armada has a lot of really nice players. Like, they have they have a deep bench they can rotate through. Um, but you can tell they miss Dougie Newcaster, who's been out since the second game. And in the first game, I remember coming back and saying, you can tell this kid has talent. He can jump out of the gym. He's a big kid, and hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. But Armada, again, this goes back to last year, and this is kind of the culture they have is they play hard. They were down in the district finals like 30, and they were playing like it was a one-possession game. It is kind of instilled, in, in at least in the basketball program from what I've seen over two years, that they will play hard, 
you will never have to question their effort because you go down 8 nothing to Crosslex. A lot of teams just go, all right, fold up the tent. We tried. But, no, they battled back, tied it. Obviously, Crosslex had the, the, the guns to keep it going. I mean, I mean, when I don't even mention Trey Kolakovich's name, and he had he had eight points, and he just plays such good defense. Yeah. I would be shocked if he's not the BWAC Defensive Player of the Year again. It just seems like every pass he gets a hand on, or if you're ball handling out too long, setting up the offense, he'll at least make you sweat it out a little bit. Crosslex is just really good again, and I also didn't mes- mention mention Sage Slanik at all either. Yeah, I mean, I, again. Uh... And and Kretsch is a guy, I, I think he gets overlooked a lot because he does a lot of good things for Croslex. But most nights, yeah, you're mentioning Townsend, you're mentioning Kolakovich, you're mentioning Slanik, you're, you're mentioning McDonald. You, you, you got all these other guys. Kretsch that we, had seven against Richmond Yeah, a three. But, but uh, Kretsch is always right in the mix. If, He's an important guy for them. And I believe if he was on another team, that wasn't Croslex. He'd probably be a starter, and he'd probably be getting a lot more touches. But it's part of the system at Croslex. It's why it's now been like seven hundred and sixty-six days since they've lost a regular season game that's been played, and uh, almost eleven hundred since they've lost a BWAC or a home game. After Richmond lost to Croslex, I kind of jokingly said, "Oh, they're going to be mad when they play Algonac." Whew. 67 to 10, Brady. It was 30 something to 3 at halftime. Like 35 to 3. Yeah. Yeah, you're telling me they were a little angry. Um that is the bounce back of all bounce backs. <laughs> I mean I mean geez. I I know that like Algonac struggles. But this is boys basketball and you just held a team to 10 points. And you beat them by 57. Yeah. Uh, Daquan Haskins had 14. Marcus Thompson had 10. Carl Stevens had 9. So it's not like one guy was just running up the score. Like, that only accounts for, what, half of their points? Yeah. So they they were getting everybody in, and they were spreading around the wealth, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, MLA City gets a win over Elmont, 48-38. to uh, 38. Bo Hund with a 10. Uh, Grady Nash with 10. Xander Nash with uh, 10. Um, Blake Campbell, we're, we're debating whether he had 13 or 11, but he was the leading scorer for uh, Elmont. double digits. And uh, Rich Rocky had nine, and that made Brady happy. <laughs> Rich Rocky's a great name. That is a great name. Like, if we ever had an all-name team, Rich Rocky would be, a, would, be a high, would be a high pick. So, Yale has... They're the most confusing team. Beaten two I, of the best. I don't understand. And then yet. they lose to North Branch, who's hardly played any games this year. 55-43, to 43, the Broncos beat the Bulldogs. At Yale. At Yale. And Yale's one of the toughest places to play in the BWAC, regardless of if Yale's having a good, bad, or indifferent year. Yale is always tough to play at. Their fans are always loud and crazy. Seems like they're always a finalist for the battle of the fans. And they beat Armada on the road, a kind of game that made you go, oh, all right, Yale's figured it out. And then they lose to North Branch, and it's like, what Yale are we getting? Yeah. Uh, This is a Yale team that beat Richmond earlier in the year. Yeah. Late St. Clair tough right down to the last minute. I don't know if. Then got blown out by out. Marine City, and then this game. Yeah. 
Yale would be the hardest team to kind of put in their place. Come district time, could I see Yale getting bounced in the first round by anyone? Absolutely. Could I see them giving a scare to Cross-Lex because apparently – uh, when the moon's align or something, <laughs> they can yeah they, they, they can play with anybody. You could see anything from Yale going out in the very first game of the districts to Yale being in a district final, threatening somebody to win the district. Yeah, I I don't I just don't know because if I would have told you last Monday, I'm like Yale will go one and one this week. You're like yeah that makes sense. They'll probably lose at Armada and they'll they'll take care of North Branch. At yeah. Home. Nope. Weird. So, yeah, um, that's it for the BWAC. Any other thoughts on that besides Croslex hasn't officially clinched, but, I mean, they I think they have Algonac this week, and I would be surprised if they don't clinch here soon. I mean, they yeah, do have if, to play if Richmond they, again. If they haven't, they're going to. Um, and, yeah, I'm just going to put it at that. Every, uh, there's there's nobody who doesn't have two losses, and at this point I don't see the Pioneers losing twice. They have six more, uh, seven more BWAC games because I think they've only gone one way through. But, yeah, I don't see Crosslex losing two games. No. I, I and just... I might have to eat crow because I was on the bandwagon of I don't know if Crosslex can get through the regular season untouched. Granted, they're still – Eight games left. That's not an insignificant chunk of the schedule. They have five of the eight at home. Yeah, Yeah, I just... Again, it could happen. Going to Richmond, that's going to be a fun one. Hopefully, they're a little more charged up for that one and we get what we think that game Mm. could be, but... Yeah, I just just don't know. Like, I, I could see them dropping a game. That's not out of the realm of possibility. But I just – I don't think they're going to lose two. No. Not in league. They might lose two games, but it'll be a non-league well, game. Well, their only other non-league game is Gross Point North at home. Who I think they're going to beat. And they're se- that's a 7-4 and four team that plays in the white, I believe. So that could be a – And who just lost by a point to New Haven on Friday. Yes. So that could be a tough game. But, yeah, I don't see them dropping two to – to league opponents. A little more love for the Memphis boys. They beat Sandusky 51-35. to They're playing good basketball. Yeah, they went 1-1 one one in my kind of prove-it week. They lost at Harbor Beach, who... Harbor Beach is a team I think we need to pay just a little bit more attention to. Do you have their score? They beat Marlette 51-43. So, you look at Harbor Beach. Let's just take a minute. They're 5-4. and four. Looking at the Pirates, they lost their first game at Cross-Lex and their third game at Reese. Now, I know they had issues with players out early in the season. Like, they were not playing Cross-Lex at full strength. But since then, because we, we agree Cross-Lex and Reese are really good. I think Reese's only loss is still to – or they have two losses and one is to Cross-Lex. They lost to Ubley at home by three, and they lost to Bad Axe at home. Bad Axe has lost one game. So they're the four teams they've lost to. Croslex has no losses. Reese has two. Ubley has two. And Bad Axe has one. So their four losses have lost themselves a combined five times. Five and four might be a little deceiving for their record because they have to play Brown City, Sandusky, Ubley, K-Pack coming up. 
don't be surprised if we're sitting here in a couple weeks saying the Pirates are on a four-game winning streak. Yeah, they're definitely the the favorite in three of those games. Ubley's been playing well. I've not yes. seen Ubley play. No, we haven't been. I know they've got Peruskis there, so I know they're good. And <laughs> they're, they're, they're six and two as well, but just look at their losses. They had a really, really tough front-loaded schedule. Again, their four losses. Croslex, who I just gave you their numbers. Reese, who is like eleven and two. Badax, who's like twelve and one, and and Ubley, a rivalry game that yeah. you lost by three. And they're six and two. Yeah, they're one of those weird teams that's only yeah. played eight games. Six and two. So I'm a uh, I'm a little bullish on the Harbor Beach Pirates. They're Technically, half a game back of Ubley for first in the GTC East. Uh, Brown City was a winner over KPAC, 55-26. to 26. That was the other GTC East score from Friday. Uh, Peck beat Mayville, 44-31. Deckerville over Bay City All Saints, 65-48. to 48. Dryden took it to Carsonville, Port Sandlack, 61-14. to 14. And New Haven Merritt beat uh, Burton Thomas Moore, 45 to 32 that rounds out the boys scores uh from friday night there were three girls games real so quick you- i want to give you the gtc standings because it's going to be a fun race ugly's five and one in conference play harbor beach is four and one so half a game back memphis and brown city are both four and two that's a four team race in a seven team league yep. coming down the stretch so yeah, that's just I think that's worth noting. Brown City plays Harbor Beach on Wednesday. Just something to keep an eye on. Okay. We don't get to see a ton of GTC East, but I, there's some good basketball being played in the thumb. Three girls games. Merritt beat uh Thomas Moore 44 to 15. Merritt after an 0 5 start at 1 4 straight. All right. Uh, Cardinal Mooney beats Waterford, Our Lady of the Lake, 33-32. Second win, Second of, the- win of the season for Mooney, snapping a six-game losing streak. So congratulations to them. I don't know if it would be great if that was a buzzer beater. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't get uh, much information on that. And then the other one was uh, Imlay City traveled to uh, Ypsilanti uh, Arbor Prep uh, and uh, lost that game 89-57. to But, again, Imlay City now has three losses to three teams who potentially all could win state titles. <laughs> yeah, they um, they did this intentionally, so come playoff time, they are prepared. I I heard that Arbor Prep has two girls going Division One. That's Don't look at that and go, oh, wow, Emily. No, Arbor Prep does that to everyone. Yeah. They're like 11-0, and 0, and I think if they spotted everyone 10 points, they'd still be 11-0. and 0. Yeah, the the three teams that Emily City has lost to this season are thirty four and two. Yeah, and, and the one that probably is the one that that we would consider the weakest of the three is the one that's undefeated. Lance Cruz North is eleven and zero. Yeah, but they probably have the they might have the best player out of all of the teams. Yeah. <laughs> but even even Lake Fenton and and even uh, Ypsilanti have have lost a game. To somebody, I don't know how. Uh, a makeup game was played on Saturday. I, I believe this game was originally scheduled for Thursday, uh, but Bay City All Saints beat Peck 36 27 in girls basketball. Last night, after the Pistons game at Little Caesars Arena, a boys game was played, and Lance Cruz beat Port Huron High 72 64. So, a good showing against a tough Lance Cruz team. 
But that's got to be a cool experience for everyone. And we'll get back to basketball next segment with the polls. But real quick, uh, three hockey games over the weekend. Tri-Valley beats Thumb Legion 5-3 to three on Friday. Thumb Legion gets goals from uh, Dylan Ball, Brady Franzel, and Wyatt Ryan. And then on Saturday, they shut out Port here on Unified 1 to nothing. Caleb Lentner scored the goal, and Lauren Eager made 32 saves for the shutout. Marysville had a game scheduled that got canceled, so they didn't play. Northern, four in a row, Brady. UAD Jesuit. This is a big one. UAD Jesuit is the latest victim. 3 2 Huskies. Tim Monahan, Kyron Bruno, Jacob Kerrigan get goals, and Logan Sheffer is just Logan Sheffer and makes 30 saves. That's, I mean, that's a big win for them. Like, they were beating teams, but you felt like they were more talented than those teams. This is a team against an, an MIHL opponent. Yes, I know Gross Point North was, but they were 0 in a million. Yeah, they had that this year. That's a really nice win to see for Port here on Northern. Like you said, four in a row. And that's on the road because the Huskies are playing mostly on the road through January and the start of February. Yeah, like you look at UOD, yeah, they have a losing record, but they have wins over Cranbrook. They have they've played an over they played actually two overtime games with Cranbrook. They're not getting blown out in their losses. They they beat Trenton earlier in the year. They are a quality quality team. Which by the way, you would looking at their schedule. They play two games at Houghton and Camp uh, Calumet. I'm sure they go up there for a tournament. That's a that's a heck of a bus ride, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, Northern goes up to the Sioux every year. Yeah, but still. Houghton is like four hours past the Sioux. <laughs> Trust me, I've been on a bus going to Houghton. The UP feels like it's an eternity. I can get you to Houghton in a couple of hours. Yeah, not on a big old charter bus. Sure I can. <laughs> Give me the keys. I'll get you there. Anyway, uh, that's a really nice win for, for Northern. And they're so. called the Cubs, too, UAD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple friends that went to UAD. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They've played with them. Really nice guys. We make fun of. I give them the same crap I give everyone else for Catholic school stuff. (laughs) Me three. Uh, All right. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back with our uh, basketball uh, polls for the uh, week for the boys and the uh, girls. The votes are all in, and we'll see if anything got uh, shaken up. Some things did get shaken up. Okay. Brady is saying some things did get uh, shaken up. I tried real hard to shake up the boys' poll and do anything with the girls' poll because it was (laughs) status quo as far as I was concerned. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. 
Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 8 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Uh, and it is time now for our uh, local media poll for boys and girls uh, basketball. Uh, where are you starting today? 
Your pick, boys or girls? Uh, ladies first. All right, we'll start with the girls. We had a unanimous number one last week. I will tell you, we do not have one this week. So Interesting. Yes. So, MLA City, they stay at number one, but they are no longer unanimous number one. They received three out of the four first place votes, and they're in first place with 19. So, they didn't shift at all, but they lost a first place vote, which brings me to number two. We have a tie. A tie for second in the poll. And I go alphabetically. Marysville is tied for second with a first place vote and 14 points. Port Huron High is also tied for second. No first place votes and 14 points. So that's probably the biggest shakeup with the girls polls. We now have PH and Marysville tied for second. Uh, Marysville's 12, I'm surprised by 12 that. and 2. Port Huron's 10 and 4. If you're wondering, Emily City's 11 and 3, but we, we just chronicled their three losses. So thoughts on that? Uh, it surprises me because really to me, nothing changed this week. Like I'm, I, I know on Friday night, Emily City lost big down at Ypsilanti Arbor, but good. Prior to Friday night, and again, against a team that's got WNBA players on it. <laughs> um, so I, I'm kind of throwing that one to the wayside. Our, our top five teams were 7-0. and Right. Um, there uh, Actually, several teams only played once this week. PH had one game. They won it. Marysville had one game. They won it. Uh, Marine City went 2-0, and and Sandusky went 2-0, and and Emily City went 1-1. and they won their league game during the week, and then again they scheduled, you know, the six million dollar woman and Wonder Woman, <laughs> and you know, come on. So, so I, I was I was surprised that there's that big of a, a shift. I, I get it that it's a bad loss, but it's a bad loss to a, a really strong opponent. I credit Emily City for putting teams like that on their schedule. Um, you know, in, instead of putting cupcake games that they're winning by 32 right. that don't help them when they get to the postseason. Um, and, and again, PH beat a team they're supposed to beat. Marysville beat a team they're supposed to beat. Yeah. So Marine City comes in at number four. They have eight points. They are 12-2 and two as well. Sandusky at number five. They come in with four points. Armada receives one vote. They're ten and four and becoming harder to ignore. They have one point. They are put in uh, one poll, but I just don't know who you bump out for Armada at this point. Yeah, somebody has to have a bad loss to to a team that you know you're like like had Imlay City lost. To Algonac. Let's just say Algonac pulls Algonac, or 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 uh, I think uh, Croslex is in last in the BWAC. Yeah. So you lose to the last place team in the BWAC. That changes things, right? That affects the standings. But I, I was a little surprised that there was that much uh, of a, a shift. Uh, now, really now again, I, I was... take I take these five teams and I look at them. I mean, again, and we've talked about this. We can make a case for Sandusky to be number one. They're the only team that hasn't lost, and they've won fairly dominantly over the last. But, yeah, the only change was that Marysville basically got a first-place vote over 
MLA City, and that was able to leap them up into second a second place tie with Mayor, with uh, Port Huron. So that's it for the girls. For the boys, and again, just in case you're new, I didn't explain this at the beginning, shame on me. The media polls, myself, Dennis, Brendan Welper of the Times Herald, Callie Newberry of uh, Blue Water Healthy Living. So see them out at most uh, events. By the way, don't let me forget, I want to mention something else that happened Friday night that we don't normally mention at the end of this poll. Um, Boys media poll. Water's wet. Croslex is unanimous. Number one. <laughs> I mean, I think they're well. They, they beat their two. Less. They beat their two biggest contenders this uh, past right. week until, easily. Until or unless Croslex loses a game, and even then, I don't know if they would drop from number one immediately. Uh, they're twenty points. They're twelve and zero. I repeat the gaudy numbers ad nauseum. Richmond is at number two. They are at 14 points, but it was a close race. Northern, number three at 12 points. Mooney, number four at 10 points. Two through four was as close as it's been since we started this poll. Doesn't surprise me. Um, I had dropped Richmond this week and put Northern ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Again, is it fair to punish them for losing to Cross Lex when everybody does? And then they turned around and won by 57 in their next game. But I just looked at what Northern did. They went on the road and won Twice. at Frazier and at Utica um, without um, Jamison having to go off and score 40 points against anybody. That uh, That is a big encouraging sign yeah. that Maher and Mitchell are, are putting up points and – becoming secondary scorers, finding their role. Because, yeah, when it was a one-man show, it's kind of hard to go, well, if you take that away, well, you've seen teams do everything they can to take it away, and other guys stepped up. And the fact that they've now, with those two wins last week, they've now won seven in a row, and they're undefeated in the blue. Yes. They're 6-0. and That's not a small sampling. Now, if they beat Lakeshore – that would be a big statement. Of, it would be tough to keep them out of number two because that would be a huge win. Uh, Richmond's 9-2, and two, Northern's 8-3, and three, Mooney's 9-3. and three, So you can see why they're all so close. Yeah. And again, Mooney, all, they, they play Gabriel Richard. If they win that game, that's going to put them in the conversation for maybe number two, knocking off an undefeated team that's ranked in the state. They beat Gabriel Richard. You can make an argument that they should get number one for the week, <laughs> just because of that win. Um, Saint Clair comes in. They are nine and four. They have three points. Armada, despite going zero and two last week, still received one vote. Uh, they are in the receiving votes category. Um, so Croslex at one, Richmond at two, Northern at three, Mooney at four, St. Clair at five. And I think St. Clair is deserving to be in this week because uh, I, I uh, forget the forfeit stuff. The Tower and Lance Cruz, two big wins for them. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so any thoughts on the polls at large? No, I, I, I think uh, the, the four of us are doing a pretty decent job for the most part, I think we're on close to the same page, but I think we each have our, our favorites too. Yeah, we each have a unique 
because we see different teams a different amount yeah. of times. Um, so that's the media poll. Again, for the boys, Croslex 1, Richmond 2, Northern 3, Mooney 4, St. Clair 5. For the girls, MLA City 1, Marysville and Port Huron High tied at 2, Marine City 4, Sandusky 5. And Armada receiving one vote in both the boys and girls polls. Still the only school to have received votes in both boys and girls. Yeah. So, um, Also, before we finish this up, we don't normally talk about it just because, well, I can explain in a minute, but Algonac Wrestling knocked off Richmond on Friday night. And if you're unfamiliar with Richmond Wrestling, they are a state power, and that does not happen too often. Yeah, they've been a state power forever. Yes. Like, you go in Richmond's gym, they just have wrestling banners galore, that and competitive cheer banners, and that's a nice feather in the cap for Algonac, a school that we kind of talk about struggling athletically, not in wrestling. They they just, that's a huge upset for them. And again, we wish we could cover more, but we want, we would rather do, um, as I was saying, I like to go, I'd rather do one thi- a few things full ass than a lot of things <laughs> half ass. Because yeah. we're only two people and we'd rather focus in on what we can do and what we can broadcast. Yeah, um, we're, to to miss games that we could do play-by-play for to sit and watch a wrestling match, which that's not good. I can't do play-by-play of wrestling. Right. Um, so, you know, it's just for, for a lot of reasons. I mean, I could go in depth about the even the financial of playing advertisements and right. things so that we can keep doing what we do. Um, I, I, can't, I can't ditch games. We, there's a reason we do 500 games. It's, That's the only way we get to see teams. Yeah. Um, and, uh, again, love to do volleyball, too. You, you guys have no idea how I'd like to get a girl's sport in in the fall. Mm-hmm. But I just – Play-by-play of volleyball and don't talk to me about getting cameras and all that stuff. Again, it it goes into money. Yes, and also soccer as well. It's not that we don't respect those sports that we don't want to cover, but I don't want to try to talk about something we'd never see and we can't talk intelligently about it. So Yeah, I don't want it to sound bad. Right. So we're gonna... It's bad enough we do this. <laughs> So we're just going to stick with our bread and butter with what we can do. Again, I, I wrestled growing up. Respect the hell out of it. It is the most physically demanding sport there is. But just I wanted to give the special mention to Algonac. Yep. Come postseason time, we'll report who makes it through the regionals, things like that, like like we did with Anchor Bay Soccer when they made the run to the state finals. But. I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there because we've had a few people ask time and time again. Yeah. Well, Costanzo wrestled, so he always <laughs> complains that we don't do it. No, Paul's a good guy. <laughs> anyway, anything else to wrap up this show? Uh, uh, where, nowhere tonight. Nowhere tonight. Tomorrow, though, we'll make up for it in boys basketball with Marysville at PH and Lakeshore at Northern. All right. I can tell you about the rest of the week real quick if you want. Sure. It's a light week. Um, on Wednesday, Marine City, Marysville, girls basketball from uh, Marysville. Uh, Thursday, it's a hockey game, PH against Marysville. There's a theme here. 
Uh, and then on uh, Friday, it's uh, Eisenhower at Northern Girls Basketball and St. Clair at Marysville in girls basketball. Bears will play four rivalry games this week. Yeah, four rivalry games. So we get a hockey game, a boys basketball game, and two girls basketball games with them. But because it's rivalries, we'll also get to see Marine City this week, St. Clair this week, uh, Northern PH. So it's going to be a good week. There are very few days where I, where I feel like we could really benefit from having like a third or fourth stream. But legitimately tomorrow we could send out four p- games to cover and we – like, I feel like we should be at Mooney, we should be at St. Clair, we should be at PH, and we should be at Northern tomorrow, and we have to pick two. These are the tough decisions. I know. I'm happy with where we're going. Yes. And I'm really, really interested to uh, to see the uh, the result of the Northern Lakeshore game. Yes. And how Lakeshore decides to handle or not handle Tyler Jamison. All right, so we'll be back on Wednesday with talking about all that, and Brendan Welper will join us for our annual uh, boys basketball draft three teams i think we're gonna go seven players deep we're gonna have you're gonna have to get out your scouting book dennis get out your big board go, I, go I only have Piper. to draft like two players all right you know that's not true it is true no it's not you're making i signed uh, i drafted james number one overall nope. and signed him to a 10-year deal anyway just hit the close from Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.